Todd, when you um, examine the stretches during the series where your team has carried play and, and been playing really well, what elements are they doing most that you, that you want to try and make sure is there tonight? From from our perspective? When your team's playing really well, what are they doing so well? Well, we're, we're possessing the puck more than, than we're not, and that's rather simple. Uh, as far as an uh, assessment goes, there's a lot of work that goes into it, face-offs, winning competitive 50-50 situations, um, and then playing with a little bit of pace. When we get bogged down, we're a little bit slower. Uh, it doesn't work in our favor. Todd, how would you just kind of describe the opportunity facing your team tonight and also just uh, just the erratic nature of, of just this series and how different all the games have been? Well, the, the second part, the erratic nature, I think is a common theme in the first round. It often is many years. Uh, you know, going back, there's teams that come from behind in series and games, uh, strange plays, a lot of emotion in, in, the, in that first round. Um, the opportunity for us tonight, um, you know, I, I hear a lot of the media asking questions about closeout, closeout. And for me, that's, uh, that's a, the wrong way of approaching it because that's the back end of, of the game. That happens at the end. Um, it's everything that goes into it. So we won't talk about closing them out. We'll talk about starting. We'll talk about things that we need to do well. And they have to happen from minute one uh, through minute 60, they can't appear at minute 11, 12, or 13 because it could be too late. Todd, you got Nugent Hopkins has been on Joe Thornton, and yet in the overtime it was like Nugent Hopkins said to Joe, "Now you stop me." Uh, does that have to change somewhat? I mean, if your mentality you're going to stop the superstar players. Nugent and Everly have done a good job, but sometimes it should be the other way around, and they're looking at them thinking, "Now you stop me." Well, I think you take what is happening on the ice surface at any given time. You're not going to win every shift. You're not going to create offense every shift. Um, if your group of players, and, and you can use Ebbs and Nuge if you want, or Jumbo and, and that line, but, but any given line, you're trying to win that shift. Uh, you're trying to, to push it in your favor during that 35 seconds. Uh, there are... You know, a few shifts a game where you get scoring opportunities. The rest is kind of back and forth, 50-50. And, um, you know, they're, in my opinion, that's a group of superstars that are playing against each other, and they each have the right to to push and have success. Would we like Nuge and Ebbs to come out on top? Of course. Uh, If you um, uh, look, you know, you're going going ahead, whether you're going back for Game 7 or going back for Games uh, 3 and 4, at the start of going into the new building and, and all of that, it was you know pretty quiet in that rink, and uh, you had the advantage of having been in that 06 series with Detroit. But how would you um, characterize what that crowd has given you in the playoffs so far? Well, we we knew you know we're going back to our crowd in Edmonton. Obviously, we're talking about what what's happening there and the, the excitement that is. Uh, um, not occurring in the city, not just in the confines of, of Rogers Place, outside and around the, the community. You can feel the energy uh, just driving around town, and I think that's a, a lift for the players. Uh, then you squash it a little bit more into that ice district, and you can really feel it there, and then you put it inside the building in Fort Hall, and it goes up even more. Um, you know, Teams have built slogans, uh, I think of the Seahawks and, and those type of slogans around their fans um i don't know if we need to do that because our fans just do their thing and uh it's uh it's really exciting to be a part of um 
you know, and that's something that we'd like to continue. There's there's some buildings you go into, and there's some moments, even after being in the league for uh, however many years, you, the hair stands up on your on the back of your neck. I think of Chicago's anthem. I think of our anthem now. I think of our fans, and uh, you know how excited they get. Uh, it makes the hair stand up on on the back of your your spine a little bit, and it doesn't matter how many games you've been in the league. Todd, it seemed in, in overtime you were able to roll just about any line. You had your whole bench available to you. Is it, you feel like that's a big benefit to you that if the flow of the game is such that you can keep everybody engaged, that that, that works well for you guys? Well, that's what the plan is, um, is to, to keep everybody engaged and everybody finds a way to contribute. And um, I think all, all too often, it goes back to Maddie's question a little bit, is those top two lines kind of uh, uh, neutralize each other, and your third and your fourth lines tend to rise or fall uh, to the occasion. We were lucky enough to get ours performing um, in game five, and we need that here in game six. Thank you, Thanks. Thanks.